Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my new course, The Creative Funnel Formula. If you've been wanting to launch a creative business online, this nine-week course might just change your life. Head over to dominiquefaller.link forward slash course and enroll now. Classes start Monday, August 9. You are listening to episode 41 of the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and today we're discussing sales and marketing funnels and specifically why creatives need one, which is exactly why I've developed my new course, Creative Funnel Formula, which opens for enrollment today. Now, I don't have to tell you, being a creative professional, we belong to one of the most undervalued industries on the planet. Yet most of us have got the skills that we need to build an online business, but the problem is no one tells us how to build an online business. So we have all these amazing skills like the ability to do copywriting and all of the graphics and branding that you can do and all of the web pages that you can build and all of these skills that we have for other people's businesses can be put to best use if we use them to build our own businesses. Now, the thing that I've discovered is that there is a leap of faith required to switch from the traditional fee-for-service model to a passive income model. And many creatives are way too scared to make that leap. The biggest mistakes creatives make is that they create a range of products and they're probably beautiful and they spend a lot of time and energy and passion building these beautiful products. And then they'll pop them up on a website. And again, the website's probably gorgeous. It might be a Shopify website. and They'll stock this online store and then they tell everybody once or twice that they've done this and then they wait for the money to roll in. And for me, it's heartbreaking because, you know, you can be the best of anything in the world, but if you sit in your room quietly and don't tell anybody about it or set up an automated system, you know, like advertising, sales, marketing to tell people about it, then it's just heartbreaking to see all of that hard work go to waste. And unfortunately, creatives think that if they make something beautiful and perfect and wonderful, that's all they need to do. Unfortunately, I've seen too many cases that when a creative puts their heart and soul into building a range of products and launching them online, and when they don't sell, they just think that passive income doesn't work for them. And they just go back to trading time for money, which is devastating. It's heartbreaking. And that's why I've created this course, Create a Funnel Formula, to just help people automate the sales process. Unfortunately, creatives think that funnel building is sleazy and that sales is icky. And I'm here to tell you that funnel building can be the most fun and creative thing that a creative person can do. So stick with me and I'll take you through the steps and tell you how and why you need to build your first sales funnel. As a creative professional, it's so easy to get trapped trading your time for money. And you've probably spent years honing your craft and you've learned all these practical skills. But unfortunately, the only way that you know how to get paid is by seeking out client work. Now, the problem with that is your customers don't view what you do for your expertise. They view you as a fee for service, just like a taxi driver, and they pay you for your time. Unfortunately, not your results or your expertise. Now, I learned this firsthand. I was a freelance illustrator for 13 years, and I was fully booked illustrating children's books sometimes for up to 10, 12 hours a day. And when I wasn't illustrating, I felt guilty that I should be in the studio. If I took a vacation, I didn't get paid. If I got sick, I didn't get paid. And some of my deadbeat clients, I would deliver the work on time and still not get paid. Eventually, I hit burnout and I put down my paintbrush forever. 
And then I worked in a design studio for many years after that. And while the regular hours and paycheck were awesome, especially compared to freelancing, I still found that I hit an income ceiling. And with design services being devalued every year since then, there was no sign of a pay rise anytime soon. And so that's when I began investigating the world of passive income and creative entrepreneurship. Now, the exciting thing about the rise of the internet, it means that businesses can be built online and niche audiences can be found in every nook and cranny of the globe. I no longer need to service the clients in my neighborhood. I used to drive there with my folio and I would drive back again with the original artwork. And these days you can just send things via the internet. I also learned that I could package my expertise and sell it to anyone with an internet connection. So I have online clients in just about every country you can think of. It doesn't matter about the time. It doesn't matter about where they are located. All that matters is that everyone's got an internet connection and they have a shared interest in that particular niche. Now, the best thing about being a creative entrepreneur when I started life as a designer and illustrator is that I can actually channel my creativity into all the brandings and the web graphics and the sales pages and the ads and the social media and all the communication assets that I needed to turn my audience into customers, including this podcast. I really love sharing my knowledge and talking to people. And so traditional graphic designers didn't talk for a living. In fact, podcasts didn't even exist when I went to university. But these are all creative communication skills that go along with being a creative entrepreneur. So based on that, I soon learned that being a creative professional, I was actually perfectly positioned to build all the steps of an automated sales and marketing funnel. I see a lot of people who are sort of mommy bloggers and just marketing gurus they have to rely on creatives to create all of the assets for them. So if you're actually a creative person to start with and you have creative professional and technical skills, then you're in a much better position than the average online marketer. There are only so many hours in the day. And if you're busy with client work, I get it. You're too exhausted from working in your business to work on your business. In fact, you probably don't have a business at all because let's face it, people who own businesses can delegate the work and take vacations. So if you continue trading time for dollars, your income's going to hit a ceiling. You're going to have zero downtime and burnout is inevitable. Take it from me. And the thing is, it's not getting any better. Creative services are constantly being devalued by templates and online tools. And let's face it, they produce similar results to the untrained eye. So if you're competing on time or price with your creative services, it's going to be a race to the bottom. It doesn't have to be like that though. As a creative entrepreneur, Imagine waking up to a notification on your phone that you earned money whilst you were sleeping. It happens to me all the time and it's still the best feeling ever. How great would it feel to be valued for your expertise and paid for results rather than the time you spent on something? The Creative Funnel Formula course that I've developed, it comes in three phases. And the first phase is planning the funnel. So that's where you get clear on what you have to offer and who is going to want to buy it. And then the second phase is to build your funnel. So there's some technical steps involved in connecting email service providers and landing pages and opt-in bits and pieces. All of that technical stuff is the middle phase of the course. And that's where I take you through step-by-step -step how to make all those bits function and join them together. And then the third phase of the creative funnel formula is the launch phase. And that's when you use content marketing to attract people with your freebies. So it might be a lead magnet. It might be with your free content, like a podcast or some blog posts. From there, you can convert them into becoming a fan rather than just a follower or a random stranger who finds you on the internet. And this is where the opt-in funnel comes in. Part of the course is all about, you know, setting that goal. What do you actually want to achieve? But I think if you're starting from scratch, trying to get a hundred new followers onto your email list is a terrific first goal for your opt-in lead magnet funnel. 
So now that you know the three phases, let's dive a little deeper into each of the steps you can take to build your first sales and marketing funnel. And these are the steps that I follow in my Creative Funnel Formula course that launches this week. Step one is to structure your results into a signature framework. And here's the thing, people pay money to solve problems. And the more pressing the problem, the more valuable the solution. So that's why t-shirts, people don't value them very highly. That's why they sell for six bucks. And weight loss programs cost hundreds because people value weight loss and looking and feeling good much more highly than an individual t-shirt, even if it's got this amazing piece of artwork on it. Rather than being known as the expert in your industry and having to compete with all the other so-called experts, if you look at where your skills, passions and interests overlap, then you can create a unique signature framework, which kind of leverages those things. And then this framework becomes the thing that you're known for. Then there's no competition. So even if multiple people are sharing the same types of content or the same types of topics, your signature method, that's what sets you apart. And the Creative Funnel formula has been structured as a nine-step framework, and that's precisely what I'm doing. I'm practicing what I'm preaching. The way I've structured the Creative Funnel formula course is exactly where you'll start with outlining the nine steps in your signature method or solution. The thing to remember here is it doesn't matter whether you're offering products or services. The fact is there's always your own perspective or your unique way to do something. So even people who are selling cookbooks, they still then have a signature cooking method that you can talk about in your content, even if the thing you end up selling is a physical object. Step two is to identify a customer avatar for each step of your framework. If your signature solution has got nine steps, for example, and each one of those steps solves a specific problem, then you've potentially got nine customer avatars to target with your content. If we take this nine-step creative funnel framework that you're currently going through right now, for example, one potential customer might be struggling to create their perfect lead magnet. So step three of my framework would be most beneficial to them right now. Whereas a different person might be struggling to repurpose their content effectively. So step seven of my framework would be most helpful. Creating one lead magnet for both of these people doesn't make any sense. They're at different places in their journey they're struggling with different problems, they're going to be attracted to different solutions. Now, unfortunately, most of the online marketing courses that I've gone through, they just tell you to invent one ideal customer avatar for all of your content and products. And that's impossible. <laughs> it's too vague. It's just, you know, a creative person who needs a funnel. I mean, that's not a very good target customer. So if you really get laser focused on those multiple problems that is basically each step of your framework or each step of the journey, if you can get laser focused on each of those problems and then create a specific lead magnet for each of those steps and then target a specific audience member for each of those problems, then you'll get a much more focused kind of response because they're coming into your funnel or coming into your course through multiple funnels. And that's the way to really get laser focused and target people where they're at. Step three is to create an irresistible freebie. So in the online marketing space, it's kind of easy to be suspicious of people you don't know. A freebie or a lead magnet, it's the perfect way to give your potential customer a quick win. So if they're struggling with something, they get this thing for free, it helps them. And so they go, that was awesome. I got a quick win there. But it also means that they get to know you and your teaching style, your personality. They might like your branding. There might be something about the way you deliver the content. Whatever it is, it just gives them a little kind of free taste of what you've got to offer and then they might want to continue the journey with you. So for this step of the creative funnel formula, this module is about deciding which action your persona is going to take. It's about looking at your nine-step framework and deciding which one of those 
as the most valuable problem and which is the most straightforward for you to solve. And then you package that solution into a freebie that that specific target audience member will love. Now, the thing here is to think of this problem as a painkiller, not a vitamin. The best problems are ones that have to be solved, not ones that are nice to be solved. So you've really got to find the most pressing problem out of all of your nine steps. So that's it for the planning phase of the creative funnel formula. Now we're moving into the middle three modules or the middle three steps, which is where you're actually going to build your funnel and get it working. Step four is to create an automated sales and marketing funnel. A funnel consists of three things, a traffic source, an offer, and a conversion event. In the simplest form, a funnel might consist of an Instagram post about your free ebook, and then there's a link to grab the ebook, and then there's a web page that captures the name and email address of the person who wants the ebook, and then an automated email is triggered to send them the ebook. So anytime you've downloaded a freebie, you've gone through this process yourself. What's happening is you're being funneled from being out there, a wide audience member, attracted to something, and then funneled down to subscribe to an email list. If you've been on the receiving end of it, you understand that the process felt fairly seamless. And so, you know, you're attracted to something, you read about it, you gave your email address, and then before you know it, you've got the freebie in your inbox. This is exactly the system that you're going to be setting up for your first funnel, is to actually link those pages together and make it all work. In my course, The Creative Funnel Formula, we keep it nice and simple. You just start out with an opt-in funnel and then you start building your audience from there. And once the funnel's built and automated, you can keep filling your email list on autopilot whilst you begin creating your products and you can add in upsells and bolt on all these extra bits to make your funnel all singing, all dancing. But for now, we just start with the basic pages, all it takes to just get someone's email address and send them the freebie. That's all we're after in this first run through with the creative funnel formula. The idea is if this is your first funnel, we should keep it as simple as possible. But the thing to remember is that no matter what stage you're at, every creative business should start with their list building. So even if you've got products, even if you've got all these other things going on, if you haven't been conscientiously, automatically building your email list, that is something that you need to divert your attention to right now, because otherwise launching to cold traffic is exhausting, not to mention expensive if you have to run ads because nobody's indicated that they're interested in what you've got to offer. Step five is to craft your funnel assets. So in step four, we built what's known as a bare bones funnel. There's nothing on the pages yet. We're just purely worried about the functionality and getting them to actually link together. So once they link together, in module five, we get your assets happening. So it's time to craft the words and the images to help unify all of the different pieces. Your funnel is designed to lead someone on a journey. So they take actions at various steps along the way. And so the words of your funnel should actually guide them on that journey and the images will help unify all the different pages. Your customer shouldn't be aware that they're going through a funnel and clicking on all these multiple different pages. It should just feel like a smooth branded experience. This is the purpose of your images to make the funnel look and feel like it's all the same brand as they go through it. Really, the process should be invisible and seamless. And this is where your words and pictures come in. And it's actually branding. This is about the branding experience. And it's a creative process. You should view it with creativity, not with technical suspicion. <laughs> Step six is to develop an ongoing content creation strategy. Now that you've chosen the avatar for your first funnel and lead magnet, you can develop a content strategy that leverages that step of your framework. Technically, you could build out nine funnels and they would all point to your signature framework, but with the multiple entry points. So, for example, the person looking for help to find their niche might be attracted by an infographic of the overlap method on Pinterest, and then they'll click through to read that post on my blog about it. 
person looking for help repurposing their content, they might see a Facebook ad for the Content Genie, which is my content repurposing spreadsheet, and then they'll enter my funnel that way. In the end, they all drop into your email list, but they're all attracted to different problems. You can offer multiple solutions, and in they all come. And in the end, the final product is the thing that you're going to sell them later down the track. Everybody's coming from different directions, but they're all interested in the overall solution. Step seven is to repurpose your content around topic clusters. So in recent years, search engines, particularly Google, have shifted away from indexing content around keywords because, you know, people keyword loaded everything and it just sort of confused the search engines and started bringing up hijacked results. Now they prioritize topic clusters instead. This means you need to publish widely on that core topic with pillar content and cluster micro content around that topic. And that all links back to your pillar content for you to establish your authority on a topic. So this is why it's a good idea to niche down and just write about specific things because Google will index the website and look at your blog and see that everything you write is about this particular content or topics or topic clusters, then they're going to believe you. Whereas if you're a directory site that's just publishing rubbish about multiple different topics, it's less likely to index it because it knows you're just publishing content for keywords. This is why it's vital to get strategic about your content and not just publish ideas as they come to you. By focusing all of your pillar content around the nine steps of your signature framework, you can actually establish authority on each of these topics and you create micro content which links back to form a cluster. With a clear content repurposing strategy, you can leverage your content to attract people with your products and services, as well as establishing authority through the search engine optimization. So this is known as SEO. If you're starting to freak out at this stage, don't. I've got you covered. <laughs> I've developed a content strategy template and a content repurposing tool, and they live inside the Creative Funnel Formula course. And it's all designed to help you automate this process and take the kind of scary stuff away. And it just gets you to focus on the words and then it does all the rest. Step eight is to create your sets of launch graphics. So when you're launching a new opt-in funnel and you're using content marketing, because obviously you need to test it organically before you start paying for traffic, a large amount of content is going to need to be created. There's no two ways around it. Content marketing <laughs> means lots of content. So you'll need your blog posts, you'll need podcast episodes or YouTube vlogs or whatever your long form pillar content is going to be. That might be Instagram carousels. And then obviously you've got all the micro content that's going to promote that core and pillar content. So that's all of the stuff for Pinterest, for Twitter, for Facebook, for Instagram, TikTok, whatever, all the other stuff that you're going to promote, all those different channels depending on where your audience is, depending on what you're feeling like creating. There's lots of stuff to make. So making all the social media graphics and videos gets much easier when you're strategic about it. And here's the magic clue. Batch everything. Don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, I've got to promote my thing. Create it in batches, create it in groups, and then it's much easier to just ping it out there and schedule it when it's time to. And like I said before, I've got a tool called the Content Genie and it repurposes your words so that you know what pictures you're going to need. It actually takes all of the snippets and then it says make a graphic about this and make a graphic about that. And I've also included matching editable Canva templates as part of the Creative Funnel Formula to help speed up the process. So if this all sounds completely awesome and like something you need today, jump on to the Creative Funnel Formula. The enrollment closes at the end of the week and all of this stuff is included as free bonuses with the course. Step nine is to launch your funnel. And so whether you're offering a free ebook or a $2,000 course, you're going to need to build all the pieces of your funnel out first and then launch it. 
Now, for most people starting out with an opt-in funnel, your launch might include updating all your social media links, sprucing up your blog, pushing the go button on your content marketing strategy. So that means scheduling all of those assets over, you know, a week or another week or a month, depending on how long you want to launch for. And then if you have a high ticket offer, such as a course based on your signature framework, then you might need to open up a launch window and generate some buzz leading up to the cart open date, which is exactly what I'm doing here. So the cart open date is today. And then you can roll out ongoing strategies to encourage people to sign up before the cart closes. And so the cart closes on Sunday. So that means that this week is officially launch week. So you don't want to burn out your audience by launching for too long. A five to seven day launch for a product where they're buying something is a good length of time. And then if you're actually rolling out an opt-in funnel where you've got free giveaways, then you can launch that out over a longer period, like a month. So you could have four pieces of content that unpack your lead magnet, for example. But again, there are many different launch strategies and they depend on your niche, your audience, your stamina, the size of your team and the value of your offering. So obviously if you're selling something that's $100 or $200, that's a different launch strategy than if it's $2,000. For your first funnel, rolling out a one-month content strategy is a great place to start. And then after that month is over, you can take stock of your goals and results. You can look at what worked, what didn't, and then you can optimize your funnel and then you can relaunch it with another month of content marketing. The Creative Funnel Formula course takes you through the launch and review process step by step. I hope this episode has helped persuade you to start thinking about building your first funnel. So even if it's an opt-in funnel to get 100 people on your mailing list. Build and launch your first sales and marketing funnel, or if you're just starting out, your first opt-in funnel using my nine-step plan inside the Creative Funnel Formula online course. Enrollments in the course close on Sunday. Head over to dominiquefowler.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 41 for all the links mentioned in the show notes. And I'll be back next week with another episode of the Creative Spark podcast. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to dominiquefowler.com for all the resources mentioned in the episode. Please also head over to Apple or Spotify podcasts and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Fowler, and I'll be back again next week with another spark to light up your creative business.